0: Hello, and welcome to the With Flow podcast, a weekly show for purpose-driven, high achievers who are ready to ditch the hustle. I'm your host, Laura, from Business With Flow, cyclical business mentor and systems and planning queen. My mission is to empower you to run your business and your launches without the burnout. In this podcast, we'll be chatting all things cycle syncing, intuition, and doing business your way combined with some of the more practical aspects, like systems and planning and tech. So let's jump into this week's episode. Hello and welcome to episode 89 of the With Flow podcast. Now, over the last few episodes, we've talked about the different ways that we can embrace our cyclical nature in our business. Today's episode, we're going to talk about cycle syncing And how you can work with clients in a more cyclical way or in a way that honors the changing ebbs and flows of your energy, motivation, the way you think, the way you feel, all of that stuff. Now, the essence of cycle syncing is understanding your own cycle. We all have our own experience of how the different phases play out for us, what feels easy, what feels hard, what our mood feels like, our physical energy. For women who experience maybe extreme PMS, PMDD, maybe you have endometriosis, you know, your luteal phase, your menstrual phases can be really challenging. I don't experience those things. I'm very grateful for that. But there are other phases of my cycle where I do struggle a little bit with physical energy and things like that. So getting to know your own cycle is really key to all of this because then you can understand your own patterns rather than just listening to me say, Oh, in your menstrual phase, you should do this. And in your follicular phase, you should do that. You get to understand what feels easy for you and what doesn't. If you are interested in learning a little bit more about that, I do actually have a a mini course called Cycle Aligned Business, which teaches you how to go through, track your cycle, work out what feels good, what feels easy, and start to embrace it in your business. I'll pop the details for that in the show notes if you're interested in finding out a little bit more. Today, as I said, we're going to talk about cycle syncing and working with clients. Now, I'm going to break this down into three different sections. So, we're going to talk about if you're a service provider and you work on projects or done for you services for clients. We're going to talk about working in a one on one capacity if you're a coach or a mentor. And then I'm also going to talk about working with clients in a group situation, so a group program, something along those lines. So, let's start with projects and done for you services. Now, you will know, hopefully by now, (laughs) and especially if you've been tracking your cycle, there are times in your cycle where you have lots of energy, you have a lot of mental clarity. And so those are really great times for you to, if you do VIP project days or things like that, to really power through done-for-you work for your clients, whether you're a VA, a copywriter, you are in tech, you edit podcasts, you create videos, whatever those services are. There are times in your cycle where you're going to be able to power through your client work so much quicker and so much easier than in other phases of your cycle where you need to take things a little slower, where it takes you a little bit more time to get into the groove of it. If you are a done for you service provider, particularly if you do take on project work, here are some of my tips. Don't commit to projects in the phases where you know you're not going to have the energy, the motivation, the drive or even the mental capacity to deliver without feeling completely drained at the end of it. I personally will never commit to doing projects in the last few days of my cycle and in my menstrual phase because I know I will come to resent it because I will get to the end of it and I will just feel like the life has been sucked out of me and I really needed to be spending that time just going a little slower. So I don't commit to bigger projects, VIP projects, that kind of thing in that phase. That's what works for me. They said it's about understanding what works for you. You'll know what parts of your service offerings feel better and easier for you in different parts of your cycle. And I don't want to say cram the work in then, but take advantage of the higher energy phases of your cycle to really get a lot of that work done in those phases so you can slow down in the other phases. Now, working with clients one-on-one, if you're a coach or a mentor, it's going to be somewhat similar. So some of these tips and things are going to uh, be relevant across both groups. Now, obviously, as we've talked about, you want to understand what feels easiest for you in different phases. When do you know that you are going to be able to jump on a call with a client and just absolutely nail it? You'll be able to articulate your thoughts clearly. You'll know exactly what to say. Everything's just going to feel so much easier. Versus days where you hop on a coaching call and it's not to say that you don't want to be there or you don't want to hang out with your clients, but maybe you're not going to be thinking as clearly. Maybe a little bit of brain fog in the luteal phase. Maybe you can't quite get it together in a way that feels really good in other parts of your cycle. So understanding where that is for you is a really great start. One of the things that I highly recommend is to put your cycle in your calendar. So I use Google Calendar, but any kind of calendar is going to work. And you can just block out each week and say, this is my menstrual phase. This is my follicular phase, where I am. And I go through and I update that when my period arrives. So I kind of go, okay, my period has started. Here's what the next few weeks are likely to be. Because I track ovulation, I track my basal body temperature. I know when I've ovulated. So I'll go back in then and just make any tweaks and changes that I need to make. So putting that in your calendar and knowing what cycle phase you're going to be in each week is really helpful. What it might look like when you're working with clients one-on-one is that you open up more space in your calendar in the higher energy phases. When you know you're going to have a greater capacity to work with clients, to really feel good about working with them in those sessions. And then in the lower energy phases, you might have less time available. So maybe you're only doing one call a day in the lower energy phases. Maybe you're taking a client-free week or a client-free few days over the last few days of your cycle and the first few days of your menstrual phase. Whatever works for you. But knowing when things are going to be easier and when things are going to be harder really is key here. And then making sure that you've got that in your calendar the settings in your acuity or whatever booking tool you use you can go in and you can change those and just make sure that you are creating space and you're giving yourself what you need in the lower energy phases you're not overloading yourself with back-to-back-to-back client calls when you know hey I'm just going to need a nap in the afternoon or I'm going to need a longer lunch break or I can really only do one or two calls in those days because I just don't physically have the energy or the capacity to do anymore. So pop it in your calendar and sync that up with your booking calendar as best you can. Now, of course, it's not always going to work. Some clients are going to come in and they're going to book their sessions well in advance and you're never going to be able to. But having it in your calendar just gives you that extra level of awareness so you can make decisions each week, each day about where you are and can you take on more clients and that kind of thing. There are also, and this depends on the type of uh, coaching and mentoring packages that you offer, but there might be phases of your cycle where hopping on a call feels like a bit much, but you can still commit to interacting with your clients either via text message or on Vox or, or WhatsApp or any of those other uh, voice memo type apps. So you can still be there, you can still offer that support, but it's not in a call. You are maybe doing your calls in the higher energy phases and in the lower energy phases you really utilizing some of those other tools so that you can jump in when you've got the space, listen to a quick message, respond, and do it that way. Now, of course, it's going to depend on your packages, how you work with clients, but just some food for thought there about how you can break those things up. Another couple of tips when you are onboarding new clients, try and do that in the uh, earlier phases of your cycle where you do have a little more energy. It's just going to make that whole process a lot easier. And of course, we know when clients first sign up, they're really eager, they want to get in, they've got a list of questions, they're really excited for their first call or whatever it might be. And sometimes in order for you to honor the energy that they have, you want to be in your higher energy phases as well. So you can reflect back and, and hold that space and create that container for them with that higher energy. So I always like to, if I can, onboard new clients in the higher energy phases. Same goes with, as we said before, doing projects. Do that kind of stuff in the higher energy phases. And the other thing I want to say, and again, this goes for done for you services and project work as well as working one-on-one with clients, is have really clear boundaries. So make sure that people understand if they send you a message on Voxer, when are you likely to reply? Do you say, look, I will respond within 24 hours or 48 hours? What does that look like? How contactable or approachable are you? Make sure those things are really clear so that your clients aren't expecting that you're always going to be on and available to them. In the higher energy phases of your cycle, you will have more energy and capacity to maybe respond to messages more quickly. In the lower energy phases, you might just need a little more space. So one of the things that I say with my clients is that If you send me a message or you send me an email, please allow up to 48 hours. Now, I typically respond as quickly as I can. And, you know, it's always a little difficult as well when you're working with clients in different time zones. But I say 48 hours knowing that that's kind of the maximum for me. I would typically respond much quicker than that. But it's setting that boundary so that clients know that, hey, give me the time to come back to you. And that means in those lower energy phases, if I need to take a day off because I just don't have it in me, then I can. So set some really clear boundaries and expectations with your clients about how they can contact you, how quickly they can expect a response. So that's working uh, with clients one-on-one or via projects and done for you services. Let's talk about group settings or group programs. Now, These can be a little more difficult to manage depending on how the course or program runs, whether you've committed to weekly, fortnightly, monthly calls, how far in advance you set the call times, all of that stuff. It can be a little more difficult, particularly if you don't have a really regular cycle where you could look three, four months out and go, I know I'm going to be in that phase about then, which to be honest, I don't know many women that could. With group programs, it also depends on the size of the group. Obviously, the bigger the group, the more people in that group, the more energy that it's going to require, the more focus from you to kind of hold that space, hold that container for more people. And it also depends on whether these calls are going to be more teaching calls. So you're showing up and you're taking them through, say, uh, a slide deck and you're talking through, you know, presentations and teaching something versus Q&As and coaching and mentoring where people are coming and asking for advice. It's a really different energy, so it's going to depend on the nature of your calls as well. So as I said, working in group spaces can be a little more tricky, but it doesn't mean that it's impossible. Now, one of the things that I do suggest is that when you're kicking off new programs, Start these new programs in your follicular ovulation phases. Again, when you're in the higher energy phases, when you feel really good, people come into these new programs and they're all excited and they're really enthusiastic and they've got all of this energy and you want to be able to hold that and reflect that back as well. So if you can, start them in the higher energy phases of your cycle. If that's something that just rolls on week to week and it's an evergreen program that people can join at any time. It's going to be less intensive because you're not going to have that big influx of new people into the program all at once. Now, how can we do this then, taking all of that into account in a cyclical way? Well, as we've said, know the days of your cycle when you are likely to feel really good. Know the days of your cycle where you really just can't. And if you can, try to avoid doing calls on these days. And one of the things that I would say is, If you wake up and you are seriously PMSE or you have really bad cramps or you get really bad brain fog and you know that you just can't show up for the call, don't be afraid to reschedule. I know me personally, if I was a course participant, I would rather that you rescheduled the call, took the time to really nourish your body to rest, to give it what it needs, And then rescheduled it for a time where you you were able to turn up feeling good and that you wanted to be there rather than feeling like you had to and you were forcing yourself to push through even though you weren't your best. So don't be afraid to reschedule calls if you need to. The other thing that I would suggest, and this goes for working with clients one-on-one as well, is share where you are in your cycle. The more that we have these conversations and we normalize that as just something that we talk about and it's just something that pops into conversation, it gives others permission to embrace this cycle and to do the same thing as well. Not that they should need permission, but you know, it gives them the opportunity to do those things as well. And that really is how we start to build the revolution, how we start to change, how we see our cycles and how we embrace our cycles. When you share the phase of your cycle that you're in, the energy that you have, how you're feeling that day, and you do it in a way that's just a matter of fact, you don't need to apologize for the fact that you may be a little premenstrual and you're not really feeling it today, but it just allows people to embrace all of the different phases of their cycle. Look, if you get off a call and you go, you know what, I didn't feel like that was my best work. You can always revisit some of those topics of conversation in another way. Maybe you go live in the Facebook group. Maybe you address that on the next call when you are in the higher energy phase. We don't have to be high vibe and on top of the world all of the time. If you are one of the lower energy phases, maybe you're just not feeling it today. That's okay. and You're allowed to feel that way. You don't have to fake feeling amazing all of the time. Now, when it comes to groups and This is similar to what we talked about with working with clients one-on-one. There may be times where you can be active in the community. Maybe you have a Facebook group or some other kind of community forum. So there may be times where you can be active in the community, but showing up for a call just feels a little too much. You can quickly respond to questions and comments and things in a Facebook group or in a conversation thread, but hopping on a call and trying to spit the words out of your mouth might feel a little bit too much. So know when that might be and use that to your advantage. Maybe you channel more of your energy into um, those kind of community settings when you are in the lower phases as a way of still being able to show up for your clients, even though showing up for a call feels a little too much. The other beautiful thing about having those communities, and of course, not all group programs have this, but when you have those communities, it creates a way for other participants in the program to support each other as well. So if you may be not available, other people may be able to hop in there, offer their own advice, their own guidance, their own wisdom, even if you can't be online that day. And of course, boundaries. It's the same thing that we were saying before. Boundaries are so, so important. So be really clear. How often are you going to be in the Facebook group? If people post a question or a comment in there, how long should people expect to wait before you might respond? Sets some really clear boundaries so that people aren't sitting there waiting for you and expecting you to respond every five minutes. Boundaries are so necessary in all parts of our business. So I guess to sum up this episode, the key here really is for you to know your own cycle. Knowing your own business, how you work with clients, how you serve clients And then understanding what things feel easier and what you're going to have the energy and the capacity to deliver for your clients in the different phases. And then doing your best to structure your business, your calls, your project delivery, whatever it might be around that. It's not something that is going to ever be perfect. Trust me, if you've got a cycle, you'll know that some months they can be a little bit longer, a little bit shorter, a totally different experience from the previous month but just do the best that you can. So thank you so much for tuning in to this episode. I'm so grateful to have had you here listening to this week in, week out for 2022. I do just want to say that this is going to be the last episode of 2022. I'm going to take a short break with the podcast over the Christmas break and we'll be back with new episodes in mid-January 2023 which is just crazy to say, isn't it? Oh, my goodness. So if you're listening to this in real time, there won't be any new episodes for a couple of weeks. I hope that you have an amazing, restful, joyful holiday break, whatever that looks like and whatever that means for you. I will see you back mid-January 2023, all bright and shiny and excited for another year ahead thank you so much for listening in until next year bye for now are you ready to align your business with your cycle my program cycle aligned business teaches you exactly how to do that you'll learn what's going on in your body how to get charting your own cycle and how to use that vital information to plan and run your business with more ease and flow Use the coupon code PODCAST, all uppercase, to get $10 off when you join via the link in the show notes or at businesswithflow.com forward slash align.